Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, July 15th, and uh, again, this month is flying by, and it's the middle of the month, and uh, I know the target date for us here at the church uh, of course, uh, you've got, you know, uh, all the summer events and all that, but we're looking at August 16th, uh, so just a little over a month away is the first day of school, and we're very excited about what the Lord's doing there. I mentioned yesterday just all the projects that are going on and how uh, God is uh, certainly blessing over there at the school, and I hope you'll take some time today to pray for the school, pray for our church, pray for our missionaries, uh, let's pray for our country. And we're looking forward to a great, a great day on Sunday. Uh, Sunday morning, you don't want to miss uh, Representative Mark Walker will be with us in our morning service. It's going to be wonderful, and I hope you'll be in prayer for that. Uh, thank you for joining us today, and I hope you're having a good day. And I always look forward to our winning side broadcast. We've got a lot of birthdays today. Happy birthday to Bernice Bailey, and happy birthday to Brenda Baird. Uh, happy birthday to Imani Carpenter, and happy birthday to Chuck Hasty, and happy birthday to Dean Kidd, and happy birthday to Ann Newsom, and happy birthday to Ray Wardsworth. I hope you folks have a great day, a lot of birthdays, and uh, this, was a, this is a popular day. Let's just face it, July uh, 15th, but we thank the Lord for you folks. I want you to hear a song, and uh, we all go through times in life where uh, we become fearful. By the way, that's just the flesh. That's the human nature. Uh, we, we see something that we don't understand or we can't figure out or we don't know what's going to happen, and we become fearful. That's why uh, Jesus had to say over and over and over again, fear not, fear not. And I'm glad that uh, when Jesus Christ is in control, uh, we have no reason to fear, but we can trust Him, and He'll get you through the storms, and He'll get you through the trials that you're going through. Here's a great song uh, by the Echoes of Joy Trio, and the name of this song is Be Not Afraid. I hope this will be a blessing, and I hope God will use this song today to minister to your heart. Rocked by waves and howling winds and the storm that threatened them. Fought and prayed, but I am here and it's 
I hope you enjoyed that song, and I hope it was a blessing to you. Whatever you're going through, you can trust God, and uh, He will never let you down. I thank the Lord for that promise. Uh, he said, uh, you can cast all your cares upon Him because He cares for you. We're in the book of Proverbs. We finished yesterday Proverbs chapter 8. I want to start Proverbs 9 today, and this will take us a few days to get through Proverbs 9, but let's read a few verses, and I kind of want you to see where we're going here, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get started uh, with uh, Proverbs chapter 9. Verse number 1, the Bible says, Wisdom hath builded her house, she hath hewn out her seven pillars. Can I tell you, we talked about in Proverbs 8 how that wisdom and riches and the comparison there, we talked about how wisdom and righteousness go hand in hand. Uh, but then here we get to Proverbs 9, and we see in verse number 1, we see that wisdom builds a house. Now, I'm not talking about two-by-fours, and I'm not talking about, uh, you know, framing a house, and I'm not talking about pouring the concrete and pouring the foundation. I'm talking about a, a, a building of your life. I'm talking about a building of your home. I'm talking about a, the building of a ministry or the building of a church. It requires wisdom, and that wisdom must come from God. Wisdom builds, but foolishness always tears down, and foolishness always destroys. Think about relationships that you've had Maybe you have it right now, or maybe relationships you've had in the past. Let's say maybe it was a friend. We'll use that for an example. You know, wisdom will help to build that friendship. But you know what tears down that friendship? Foolishness. Uh, saying foolish things. Uh, doing foolish things. Acting uh, foolishly. Acting in a proud manner or, or acting in an angry manner. That's foolish. And foolishness always tears down, but wisdom always builds. I want you to notice a few thoughts about building. Number one, if you're going to build, you must have a foundation. I want to ask you today, who is your foundation? Or what is your foundation for your home, for your marriage, uh, for your ministry, uh, for your business? What is the foundation for your life? Jesus gave the parable of the wise man and the foolish man. And you know what the difference was? The difference in these men was their foundation. 
the foolish man, he did not take the time to build a solid foundation. He just built the house. And by the way, if you skip the foundation, that'll save you a lot of time and it'll save you a lot of money and it'll make things a whole lot easier at first. But if you take the time to do the foundation and do the foundation right and properly, that is going to, in the long run, that is going to last. Uh, I don't know uh, a lot of the details. I, I think a lot of people don't know a lot of details right now, but uh, a week or two ago, there was that awful tragedy that took place in Florida with that condo uh, that collapsed. And as you begin to hear stories about it, you find that they did inspections and they, they said, yes, there's some things that need to be fixed here and, and, and this is not right and we need to get that fixed. And, and they didn't get it fixed. Uh, they did because it was going to cost a lot of money for the structural and the foundational repairs. And for whatever reason, I don't know the reason, but they didn't fix it. And that resulted in a tragedy. Now, that's awful. That's a terrible tragedy. I think about 100 people so far uh, that lost their lives. I know there's still some that they have not found. But can I tell you, that is so tragic. But you know what's even more tragic is that people spiritually um, are, are living in, in homes and living in ministries and living in businesses where there is not a foundation. And it's going to affect you not just in this life. It's going to affect you in the life to come. Uh, it's going to affect you for eternity. And there must be a foundation. The difference between the wise man and the foolish man was not evident until the storms came. And I want to tell you, when the storms come, you better make sure that you have a solid foundation. Of course, the Bible tells us that our foundation is the rock. The rock, Christ Jesus. He is the only foundation upon which you should and you, you could build your life and have it last. Jesus is the foundation. Notice what it says in verse 1. Uh, she hath hewn out her seven pillars. Well, pillars are used for support. Pillars are used for strength. And that number seven is the number of completion. Uh, our lives must be solid and our lives must, must be strong and our lives must be complete. And our lives are only complete through Christ the Bible talks about pillars in 1 Timothy 3, and it says that the church has the responsibility to be the pillar and ground of the truth. Um, but it's so important that we have the right foundation. Next, I want you to see the materials. The materials in a building, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 3, you have to choose the materials. And you can choose wood, hay, and stubble, but the Bible says those materials will be burned up. But, the Bible says, if you choose gold, silver, precious stone, those are materials that will last. Those are materials uh, that uh, will remain. You say, well, what are materials all about? Well, the materials uh, talk about our motives. You see, I hope you go to church. I hope you read your Bible. I hope you pray. I hope you're kind to people. But can I tell you, it's, it's important to do right, but it's also important to do right with the right motives. If we do those things just to impress somebody else or just to, so somebody else will applaud, can I tell you, that's the wrong motives. And our works, when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, they will be tried by fire and our motives will be revealed. So, Pastor, that's kind of convicting. You better believe it's convicting. It's convicting for me. But our motives, we see that our materials must be right. We must use the right tools. Uh, if you're building a building, you've got to have the right tools at the right time. 
uh, when you need a hammer, a screwdriver is not going to work. And when you need a screwdriver, a hammer is not going to work. Uh, if you have power tools, you've got to have a power source. You've got to be able to plug those things in so that they will work properly. You say, well, what are our tools? I believe our tools are the Word of God. Uh, the Word of God, by the way, is like a hammer. The Word of God is a light. It's a lamp. I believe we need prayer. Prayer is the power of fasting. I believe we need the church. I believe we need the church to encourage us and, and keep us accountable and keep us on track and to, to use the, the church is used to, to help keep our focus right. You got to have the right plans. If you're going to build a building, you got to have the right plans. You got to have the right blueprints. Well, God's word gives us the plan. This book is our blueprint and our manual for living. Uh, the plans give you vision. A few years ago, and I say a few, this was probably two or three years ago at least, I had Lacey and Savannah, they are nine now, they're almost 10, but at the time I think they were five or six, and we were at McDonald's, and that particular year, I guess it would have been four years ago because of this illustration, but that particular cup at McDonald's, it had an Olympic logo. You know what the Olympics logo is, and it had that Olympic logo on the cup at McDonald's. And so one of the girls asked me, they said, Dad, can we go to the Olympics someday? And, you know, like most, most dads do, it's like, sure, why not? You know, one of these days we'll go to the Olympics. Absolutely. And I, I remember even at the time, I remember thinking, yeah, there'll be some time where the Olympics will be in the U.S. and maybe we could go, you know, who knows? Uh, I know when I was a boy, I never went to the Olympics, but I did one time. I'm trying to remember what year this would have been, probably like 1994 Maybe I forget what year now, but I had the opportunity to go to Chicago to see a, a World Cup soccer game. Uh, and that was an awesome experience. It was so cool. And so I'm thinking that, you know, like, oh, we can go sometime to the Olympics, maybe, you know, whatever. And I'll never forget Lacey, her response to that when I said, sure, maybe we can go to the Olympics sometime. She said, good, Dad, because I'm a really fast runner. And all of a sudden, I realized she's not talking about going to the Olympics to sit in the stands. She's like, I want to go and I want to run in the Olympics. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen. But you got to admit, that's some vision right there. That's setting your goals and setting your dreams high to say, I not only want to go to the Olympics, I want to compete. Well, can I tell you, in the Christian life, we need some vision. And you say, well, I can't do much. And I, this, that. Well, hey, I'm not talking about what you can do. And I'm not talking about what I can do, but I'm talking about what God can do if we will be yielded to Him. I'm talking about what God can do through prayer. I'm talking about what God can do through the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. Wisdom hath builded her house. Let's have wisdom today and uh, let's let that wisdom build our lives every single day. Uh, you know, buildings don't get built overnight. They take time. They take just day after day. You just stay with it. You just keep plugging away. And in the Christian life, uh, we need wisdom every single day. Thank you for listening today. Hope you have a great day. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of The Winning Side. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? 
We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.